Welcome to The Healing Catalyst. I'm your host, Dr. Avanti Kumar Singh, and I know that Ayurveda can transform your life. How? Because it transformed mine. And the best part is, it's easier than you think. Your body has exactly what it needs to heal itself. All you need to do to enhance its healing power is to start practicing healthy routines, which I can teach you. In over 20 years of practicing both Western medicine and Eastern healing traditions, the most important thing I've learned is that healing is a journey we take together. So on this podcast, I'll be demystifying Ayurveda and other integrated medicine, showing how these simple, ancient practices are the keys to unlocking a healthy modern life. We are all healing catalysts because healing starts within. It starts with you and it starts right now. Let's get started. This is a Soulfire production. Episode number 17. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Now, I have to start by saying thank you to all of you, my listeners, for the amazing love and support you've been giving to me and to this show. I have gotten so many messages after the episodes last month in February that kicked off season two of my podcast. And I am so incredibly humbled by your stories and your words of encouragement. You see, you all are the reason that I do what I do. You are the reason that I started this podcast, that I wrote my book, that I show up on Instagram as much as I can. You are the reason that I took a leap of faith to leave Western medicine, the medicine I spent decades preparing for and studying and training in when most people around me told me that I was crazy to do this, to go back to the medicine I grew up with, which is Ayurveda, because I knew deep down that there was so much more to healing than what my medical books had taught me. You are the reason that I start every morning with a prayer asking to be of service to just one person that day. And so thank you for sending me words of support and encouragement. It has been the scariest thing to put myself out into the world in this way, but getting these words of love and support from you makes it all worth it. Now, as I mentioned last month on the podcast, season two of The Healing Catalyst is going to be amazing. We have incredible guests coming on the show, experts in gut health and circadian fasting, yoga, meditation and mindfulness, clean beauty and the food as medicine movement. These are people many of you know and already follow. And even though I really, really want to tell you who they are, I'm going to keep it for a surprise for now. One of my other goals is to really increase awareness of this podcast. So I would be so incredibly grateful if you would go to the reviews in Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star review with a comment about how this show has helped you. In addition, if you screenshot that review and then DM it to me on Instagram, I'll enter you in to win a signed copy of my book, The Health Catalyst, along with some of my favorite wellness products. I'll be giving away a couple of copies of my book and those wellness products every month to this incredible podcast community to thank all of you for your support. Reviews really help so much in getting a podcast in front of more people, and it literally takes 60 seconds to do. There's a link in the show notes to make it really easy for you. So please take a moment and go and do a review for me. I'd really appreciate it. 
So last month, at the beginning of season two, I decided that every month I would introduce a new theme for us to focus on, either heal something or heal with something. And last month, the theme was heal the mind. Now, I started with that theme because when you're on a health and wellness journey, your mind and your mindset is critical for your healing. Now, this month, in the month of March, we'll be shifting our focus to the theme of heal the gut. Because as modern science is proving, and as Ayurveda has known for 5,000 years, the gut is the second brain, and it is the key to reclaiming and maintaining health. Today, we'll be talking about seasonal transitions, specifically the transition to spring. Now, you might be asking, well, what do seasonal transitions have to do with gut health? And the answer is, a lot. You see, Ayurveda views seasonal junctions as very vulnerable periods. During these times, usually lasting anywhere from three to four weeks, we're more prone to get out of balance as the weather shifts and the qualities of the seasons change. Specifically, our digestive system is very vulnerable during this time. And because our gut health is directly linked to our immunity, maintaining a strong digestive system during the change of seasons is absolutely essential. According to Ayurveda, the weather fluctuation between seasons creates variable digestive patterns. For example, constipation one day and maybe heartburn and an overly fast digestion the next day. Now, from a Western perspective, the temperature shift between seasons causes a different group of viruses to flourish. And therefore, keeping the gut microbiome steady is critical for a strong immune system and is integral to our ability to ward off these new viruses. If you take a moment to reflect on the symptoms that usually show up for you during March and early April, or even some symptoms you might be experiencing right now, chances are you might be feeling a little run down, like your immune system is working really, really hard. You might be feeling slow and lethargic, have excess mucus and nasal congestion or cough, be experiencing some water retention or weight gain, or heaviness in your body and in your emotions. According to Ayurveda, all of these symptoms are signs of imbalance and signs that the immune system is working really, really hard. Therefore, to support the immune system and move back towards balance, protecting the digestive system is key. Okay, so now before we move right into what to do to transition into spring, which I know all of you want to know, let's take a moment and start by talking about transitions, because I think this is a really important concept for us to sort of stop and reflect on. The definition of a transition is that it's a process or period of changing from one state or condition to another. In nature, those transitions are marked by the change of seasons. For the transition from winter to spring, we can use the change of weather to mark this. We know spring is almost here because the temperature outside starts warming up, but we're still experiencing the cold and dark conditions of the winter. Now, Ayurveda defines Ritu Sandhi as the junction between two seasons, which generally consists of the final 15 days of one season and the first 15 days of the next. So we can use the spring equinox on March 20th as the marker between winter and spring. 
So right now, we're at the beginning of the transition from winter to spring, 15 days before the equinox, and then continuing for another 15 days after. Now, notice that this transitional time is a period or process. It's 30 days long. It's not a change that happens in one day or overnight, right? We don't see snow on the ground one day and then leaves on the trees and flowers beginning to bloom the very next day. Remember, Ayurveda is the science of life, and it's quite literally a manual for life. In the same way that nature takes time to transition from one season to the next, we also go through transitions in our lives that take time. A really good reminder for us when we're going through life changes of any kind, whether it's kids leaving home to go to college or changes in relationships, a career pivot, or the aging process. Transitions take time. All this to say, be gentle and kind to yourself as you transition from winter to spring. Allow yourself time to incorporate new routines and changes in your diet and different practices into your lifestyle. Okay, enough about that. Let's talk about spring. Well, spring is a season of birth, new beginnings, renewal, and growth. And during this time, Mother Earth awakens to bring new life after the dormant winter months. After a long winter of hibernation, the Earth begins to thaw and liquefy with the warmer temperatures of early spring. Literally here in Chicago, where I live, the snow is melting and there are puddles of water and muddy patches everywhere. I literally can see the earth melting and thawing and liquefying. Ayurveda reminds us that we are a microcosm of the macrocosm. So what is outside of us is also inside of us. So these changes that we're seeing in nature, in the seasons, are reflected inside of us as well. In late winter, the elements of earth and water predominate. And so the qualities of these elements will also begin to accumulate in nature and within us. And these qualities are heavy, stable, cool, and moist. In nature, the accumulated heaviness and moisture of winter will begin to liquefy and thaw and move as flowers begin to bloom and animals come out of hibernation. And in the same way, we also emerge from our homes back outdoors to enjoy the warmer weather, shaking off that heaviness of winter, adding a little spring in our step. If we don't transition from winter to spring and instead keep the routines, the diet and the practices of winter, things like staying indoors, eating heavier foods, and slowing our pace, we will accumulate the qualities of late winter, the qualities of earth and water. And if we don't eliminate the accumulated qualities of heavy, stable, cool, and moist, we will have imbalances that will then show up as signs and symptoms. This is the reason that usually in the spring, a lot of people experience allergies with excess mucus and nasal congestion and cough. Many people also feel slow and lethargic and may experience some water retention or weight gain. Others might also have a very low mood or depression. These are all symptoms that have the qualities of stable, heavy, cool, and moist. They are all accumulated qualities from winter. In addition, as it starts to warm up in spring, the heavy, stable, cool, and moist qualities of earth and water, which have accumulated in the colder months of late winter, begin to thaw or liquefy and move. In the same way, any toxins that may have been stagnant and accumulating within our systems will begin to move to be eliminated. 
but only if we transition and help that movement. If we don't transition and keep doing the same things and eating the same diet we did in winter, these accumulated toxins will continue to build up. This is why protecting our digestive system is so incredibly important during seasonal transitions. Because when we have a strong digestive fire, we can more efficiently and effectively keep what we need and get rid of the rest. So how exactly do we transition from winter to spring? Well, the answer lies in the central tenet of Ayurveda, which I call the golden principle, or like increases like and opposites reduce. To reduce the accumulated qualities of late winter, stable, heavy, cool, and moist, we must cultivate the opposite qualities of mobile, light, warm, and dry. And we do this by adjusting our daily routines, our diet, and our movement and mindfulness practices, or tools of yoga. Now, using this framework, you can easily begin to think about some of the things you can do to support your health that cultivates these qualities. For example, to cultivate the quality of mobile, you could incorporate more movement in your schedule with vigorous walks every day. Or to cultivate the quality of light, increase leafy greens in your diet. You get the idea here. Now let's go through five specific recommendations for transitioning from winter to spring. Number one, wake early. One of the best ways to eliminate the accumulated heavy quality in the mind and body is to wake with the sun in the springtime within 15 to 20 minutes of sunrise. In nature, the sun is also starting to rise a little bit earlier. The days are getting longer and brighter and moving from the darkness of winter. So we should also start waking up with the sun in the springtime. Number two, use a neti pot or a nasal saline flush. Clearing your nasal passages with a saline solution helps to move and eliminate any accumulated heaviness and moisture. Now be sure to end your neti pot routine by massaging a little sesame oil or nasaya oil into each nostril. And please note, don't use the neti pot if you have an active sinus infection. Neti pot is for prevention, not treatment. Number three, stoke your digestive fire. A simple remedy to reduce accumulated earth and water qualities is a tea made from black pepper, clove, cinnamon, and ginger. Now, all of these spices have a stimulating effect, which keeps the digestive fire strong to burn off toxins that have built up. And these spices also have an expectorant effect, which promotes the discharge of mucus from the body, helping to relieve congestion in the respiratory tract and clearing the nasal passages. And don't worry, the recipe for this tea is in the show notes. Number four, eat lighter foods. During the winter months, we naturally gravitate towards sweet, sour, and salty foods, which leads to increased earth and water qualities in the body and the mind. To lighten up, try foods that are pungent, bitter, and astringent. So that's a lot of greens, including kale, collards, dandelion, arugula, spinach, and mustard greens, sprouts, asparagus, and cabbage. Other foods are grains like barley, quinoa, and millet. And in addition, you can use warming spices to warm up your food. Those would include cinnamon and ginger, black pepper, garlic, and cloves. Again, these are spices that cultivate the quality of warm and also aid in elimination of accumulated toxins. And number five, get moving. 
To cultivate the qualities of mobile and light, add some vigor into your day through vigorous exercise that increases your heart rate. Things like vigorous walks, running, a vinyasa flow sequence, or dynamic movement within one pose, going back and forth in and out of one single pose. In addition, as far as breath practice goes, we want to have an inhale-focused breath where we're lengthening the inhale part of the breath, which is activating. Lengthening the inhale is also heating and aids with eliminations of toxins. So basically what we're trying to do is to increase the flow of energy or prana through our systems. And so to review, remember, we are a microcosm of the macrocosm. What's happening outside of us is also happening inside of us. During the transition between winter and spring, 15 days before and after the spring equinox, which falls on March 20th, when we honor the seasonal transitions in nature by adjusting our daily routines and practices and our diet, we can support our digestive system and immunity and in turn support our health and avoid going into disease or illness. We can reduce and even prevent the symptoms that result from the accumulation of the qualities of winter. The five remedies that we discuss today are number one, wake early. Number two, use a neti pot. Number three, stoke your digestive fire. Number four, eat lighter foods. And number five, get moving. And one last thing, to go along with our theme this month of Heal the Gut, we have some great resources coming, including a three-day Ayurvedic reset that I will personally be leading you through at the beginning of April. So make sure you join the Healing Catalyst Collective to get first access to that. In addition, we have some resources to go along with today's episode, the tea recipe I mentioned earlier, as well as a recap of the remedies that we talked about. There's a link in the show notes to join and to access those resources. And as always, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. Remember, healing starts with you because the healer is within. Until next time, be well. If you love this podcast, and I so hope you did, please subscribe. That way, you'll get real-time updates anytime I post a new episode. And if you're feeling really inspired, please leave a review so that others can find this podcast more easily. If you want to learn more, visit me on the interwebs at avantikumarsingh.com, and you can subscribe to my newsletter, where I send exclusive invites to my events, special announcements, and give you more self-healing tools and tips. And if you want to hang out even more with me, I spend most of my time on Instagram. You can find me at Avanti Kumar Singh, and we can connect more there. Until next time, remember, with the right catalyst, you have the power to activate your own healing, because healing starts within.